your clap sounds less Jewish. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Sho, and joining me tonight, we have the poser extraordinaire, Nitai. Hey Great. And also <laughs> hey, joining hey. us, we have Alex Senpai. Thank God this shit's finally over. Not yet. <laughs> Not we yet. got another season to come. So Fall yes, 2020, today we bitch. will be... Yes, we will be talking about season three, part two of Attack on Titan, <laughs> Alex's favorite anime. <laughs> um, uh, ironically, but uh, my favorite anime, unironically. Uh, so let's get um, the uh, like administrative stuff out of the way. I call this administrative stuff, but we have a new OP. Um, which I thought was generic visually and musically. Um, I would I would agree on the generic vi- uh, visuals. Maybe not so much the music, although it does kind of harken back a little bit to maybe the second OP of the first season. I mean, most of the OPs are just literal additions to the same song, just over and over again. Uh, well, except for except except for the third the the first half of season three. <laughs> Yeah, that one that feels one's completely different. different one. I mean, um, yeah. I think I think like the whole point of the song mainly because they use I think pretty intentionally a lot of words that were used in the previous songs themselves. Mm. It's like pretty much to get you back into the space of oh we're going back to Shiganshina and that whole stuff, which you know it's going back way to season one. And I think that's like that at least what I got out of this this op in terms of the song and the visuals is they're. J- simple but i like that they you know they pick they pick something specific and you know just showing them in slow motion but very detailed slow motion they just go with it as far as they can so it's my least favorite op but i can appreciate it okay i wouldn't say it's my least favorite op but it's not great either i would definitely agree with nita my least favorite (laughs) I, actually, the, um, fir- the first half of, of season three is, don't is probably my least Don't you talk shit about Red Swan. Don't Wait, you what? You don't like the... What? That's like one of the best ones. I oh, just, my God, Alex. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Oh, Alex. Anyway. Red Swan's so good. Actually, I, I do genuinely love the first OP of Attack on Titan from season one. I genuinely love that OP. It's really I don't. good. It's too much it's of iconic. a meme. I mean, that's what makes it great, though. Yeah, that's why. You're too much of a meme. And wow. This is why. Our tastes are different. Accurate. I like how you're like, oh, at first I am insulted, but actually, you know, that's kind of a compliment. (laughs) Um, Also, we have a new ED, um, which I like better than the new OP um, because it's soft and emotional, and I'm soft and emotional, (laughs) especially about these Tacontine characters. And um, I definitely like that the ED showed the main characters in their training days uh just as we have the final confrontation between the main characters and the enemies that they've been fighting which they were working with in their training days so that you know what yeah. that told me that was a good callback you know that told me that told me if you see some of these characters here you better say goodbye now <laughs> mhm yeah And another um, new thing, just in general, for the season, 
specifically that I wanted to point out was that they really buffed up the animation for the Titan transformations, and I really <laughs> appreciated it, especially like the Titan transformation for the Colossal Titan that turned into a nuclear bomb. I'm mm. like, I'm ready yeah. for this. I am ready for all of this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, I would definitely, really I would definitely agree that the transformation sequences, specifically that one, were definitely they they had the budget, obviously, to do some nice stuff with it. It just it's a shame they didn't put any of that to the CG for the Colossal Titan. But when he showed up, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. You know, on the rewatch, I wasn't as traumatized as I was <laughs> when I first saw it. It looks yeah. so bad. The, 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 the Colossal Titan will never look good. I'm sorry. So, There's something about its, it's design so that just doesn't work. It's so strange. I think in season two, it looked pretty good, like, considering it was CG. And in this in this part of the show, there is some shots, it looked okay. Some shots, it didn't look good at all. And then in some other shots, they used, like, 2D animation on it and looked great. So, you know. Yeah. And to me, the, the shots only time, where it was. To, to me, the mm-hmm. only time it ever looked even halfway intimidating was the very first time it appeared in season one. And I think that was 2D. Because you know yeah, why? You want to know why? Because they spent like several months on the first two episodes. Well, that, oh, they spent wow. a whole Obviously. long time on these episodes. I mean, it's the well, only time it ever episodes. even looked remotely scary, though. That's true. That makes I sense, mean, though, because it, like, they would spend so back, much time on the fucking first uh, appearance of a Titan in the entire show, right? It yeah. needs to sell you on that, like, fear. Yeah, I, I yeah, which is good, but, I mean, every subsequent appearance of it, it just looks worse and worse and worse. Sure, but it's like, I, I don't know. I, I just got over it, I guess. Yeah. So, um... Last season, we left off with the uh, military overthrowing the king, and they're going back to uh, where it all began in Shiganshina, where Eren grew up. And now that's where we start this season. I'm glad um, you can say that without tripping over it, because every time I try and say it, I trip over. She, she got, oh, yeah. she honey, got honey, I almost bit my tongue. <laughs> but I'm not Eren Yeager. Come my shita. So... <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, so that begins the whole huge-ass, like, six-episode-long fight between the remnants of the military and um, Zeke, whose name is apparently Zeke, the Beast Titan, Reiner, and Bertolt, which, honestly, that this entire whole skirmish was so fucking amazing. Yeah. Um... Visually, emotionally, and I just, I love all the nuanced tactics and, like, last-ditch efforts. And just, like, at one point they were at, like, the lowest they could possibly be. They were the complete underdogs. They had literally nothing left, and they still basically threw themselves at the intelligent Yeah, quite literally. (laughs) Literally. Um, Honestly, like, literally one of the best fights I've seen. In anime. And, it, and it feels like such a desperate struggle. You feel like, the, how are they actually going to come out of it alive, you know? I would like to say like, there's no that way. there's something I noticed throughout this whole fight. I mean, besides the fact that the Beast Titan looks very comical. Um, is that so while he's throwing those boulders and shit, mm-hmm. he actually says the first thing I think that ever has any connection to a world that the viewer might understand he's using baseball terminology 
And yeah. you know why? We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You know. I, just, I noticed that and I'm like, hmm, that seems like a hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. It would be cool if they showed like a flashback of um, Zeke playing baseball, mm. which may, may come later. I don't know. Yeah, maybe but, in next season we'll get something like that. That would be um, cool. There's just like Japan just loves baseball in itself, so that I thought that was just a meta reference, but maybe that is an actual uh, hint to what oh. will come. Because uh, like it's like there's so much baseball references and so many anime. I'm like, okay, great. But you know, it is, right. this is, it is the like most based in their world. That's yeah, why. it is. It is the most popular sport in Japan. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So before we actually go into the fight, we have this really cool scene of the scouts going on horseback through mm. the night mm. to actually get to the uh, district of Shiganshina, and. When I first watched that, I thought that was such a great way to set the mood for the season. Like, um, ominous, scary, um, clearly Aaron, like, voices that he's uh, nervous, he's afraid of what will happen. And not only did I like how it set the scene, it was pretty cool, they were, like, holding torches in the middle of pitch black. Um, But also, I liked the fact that Aaron is not just thinking about himself. He's scared that he'll let other people down. And, you know, he's scared because he's recognizing that, as we've seen in the last season, you know, he has weaknesses, he isn't perfect, and he's made a lot of mistakes. And he has to pay for those mistakes. So it's a small thing, but I do appreciate the slow um, build up of his character. And in, in general, I thought that was a really uh, enjoyable scene to start in mm. the season with. He was, he was literally shaking like an SJW on Twitter. I don't know how that's relevant, <laughs> but... <laughs> this was, this was, I feel like this is like the comments that you tweet out as you watch. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really live tweet while I'm watching anime. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe no, I feel like that's a really please, very please witty comment. That's a really quick way for me to get into trouble. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah. Um, so when they actually get to the district, um, the first thing they do is you know put all their hoods up so that the uh, intelligent titans can't recognize which one Aaron is. So we're immediately beginning the fight with you know tactics. And this, as much as it is a physical fight, is also very much a mental fight. And we see that especially with all of the psychological analysis that Armin does, especially. I think Armin was supposed to be, like, the MVP of the first half of the season, which I think they did a pretty good job of displaying. Um, You know, he did a lot of the brain work behind... Uh, taking down the titans and also you know he gave his life basically um i definitely have a better opinion of armin after this season than i did before yeah i like him way way i don't this season oh dear (laughs) Uh, i still find him not surprised i still find him very tedious and annoying (laughs) but like you know they went okay I felt that way about Armin as well, like, in season one. <laughs> but 
it, at this point, they like went so out of their way to very specifically describe why Armin has been useful. So I'm like, you know what, you're right. Armin has been useful. <laughs> they really were like, remember this part when Armin helped out here? And remember this part where Armin helped out here? Yeah, Armin is a good person and he's helpful. And I'm like, oh Honestly. yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> Honestly, like the moment that I sort of got on board with Armin is when back in season two, where we was just trying to fuck with Bertolt. It's like, oh yeah, we're torturing Annie and stuff, and it's like, oh okay, <laughs> you fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I like that too. That side of him is like, I don't know, just gave him a bit more depth, and they certainly built on his. And in this part, yeah, he definitely really comes into his own, in my opinion. Hmm. And I'm just skipping ahead, but like. By the end of the season, we get this beautiful blushing yeah. smile from that Armin, smile. and that's just like that's so cute and amazing. Yeah. I... <laughs> wait, wait! I want, I want, I want like Alex's gut reaction about Mikasa's smile. Oh God, <laughs> that was there. That's nightmare fuel. Oh my God, you're so mean. <laughs> She's so adorable. She's so cute, you fucking asshole. Oh I, I, I let her smile. I know, I know, we're I know we're skipping ahead, but I, I like the fact that she doesn't take off her shoes until she's in the water. She she's doesn't like... understand. <laughs> I do not understand how water works. Water is wet. I mean, she did oh take. She just God. kept her boots with her, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a plot point in season four. <laughs> Oh my! Actually, the boots were the titans all along. The boots were the titans all along. That's why she couldn't take them off in the water. Mm Hmm. Anyway, back on back on point. Yeah. So I mean, getting back to the actual fight, um, I believe Reiner shows up first as the armored titan, and um, he has to make a decision between killing the horses or um going for Aaron. Because Aaron shows up and he's like, you can't kill the horses because I'm right here. And I really like that. Like, that is some big mind plays. And they did like, so they did like a little diagram to describe the mind plays. I wanted to talk about that. So like, there's this happens like four or five times throughout the course of these episodes where you'll see like these little chibi titans come up. That was actually really, that made me chuckle every time I saw it. Yeah, I like that. Especially when they yeah. show the, uh, I think it was, uh, it's supposed to be Aaron as he's running through the fucking city. Jumping over the wall. And jumping over the wall. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, yeah. There's like a little running leap over the wall and it looks like he's doing hurdle jumps. I, I really yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For some reason, that just made me chuckle when I saw it. It's like, all right, it's, it's funny. Move on now. Mm-hmm. I was just like, when that when that moment came up, I was just like shouting at my screen, what you gonna choose, bitch? Pick one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I really liked that, um, ultimatum they gave him. Um, and then after that, we get a flashback, which, ugh, ugh, just gives me life <laughs> of Reiner, Bertolt, and Annie, like, killing Marco. Pretty much. In, I believe, was supposed to be season one. Yeah. Where he yeah. died. And by, and by the way, this time I remembered who Marco was when I saw him, so I I'm knew this so was a flashback. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of this community. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like, 
the anguish in in Annie and Bertolt and Reiner and like just the cruelty and the detail of it all. Mm. Ugh. I, I love the 180 turn of Reiner where it's like suddenly, hey, why is that Titan eating Marco? Like going back to no, the whole the thing I love, like, The thing I love is the, the, the deadpan expression he has on his face when um, when Marco first confronts them while they're talking. And he's like, Marco's like, what is it you mean, my Titan? What are you talking about? And then he just turns in with the, uh, Reiner turns to him with a deadpan expression and goes, oh, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a prank, bro. Just it's just a prank, bro. Yeah. That was funny. That's like so convincing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that part was so I good. I did I do want to say so this is like the second time that we've gotten a fight that involved the uh armored titan and the colossal titan at roughly the same time, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, I like this fight with the Armored Titan more than the one we got in the second season. Mm. I don't know. For some really? reason, it just comes off as more... Well, obviously, the stakes are higher, so it's it's more epic. But Also, in season two, it sort of like intentionally comes out of nowhere because it's like right after the reveal of, yes. oh, okay, yes. Reiner and Berthold. Yes. It's, so it's very different. It's, it's a, of, it's like, a very tone. different fight, and it's like, this time they know that they're going to have to fight these people, so they're they're prepared for it. Like they have these new strategies, they have this this like I guess you'd call it an escape plan, um, and it's not like just sprung on them instantly, like where they have to think on their feet. They're actually like planning this shit out this time. Actually, I liked the one in season two a lot better because it was unplanned. Because then mm-hmm. they were unprepared, and I, it was. It was more of a back and forth, like yeah. you know, Ryan had the upper hand, and then Aaron did, and then Ryan and Aaron. Like this time when they were going against Reiner, they even had the Thunder Spears, mm-hmm. and it was basically a slaughter. Like they completely obliterated him, and Aaron like mastered the hardening punches, and he was punching the fuck out of him. Yeah. So it wasn't too. There wasn't. I felt the stakes weren't as high. Um, in season two, it's just like the whole flow of that fight just like felt really satisfying because at first it's like Reiner is kicking his ass, but slowly he's like trying to figure out a technique to beat him. And I feel, yeah, I feel that like that's why in season two it was so well done. So I just I, I don't know I I like this one better just because you could tell that there was there was a goal in mind like beat this sure. fucker. Mm-hmm. I did like the uh, like the small flashback of Aaron being like, "This is my fucking home. This is where my mom died. This is where I'm gonna kill you." This is my home, and bitch. then he Get goes the and punches out. his face out. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing really in my nice. home? Oh god. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then you know they knock out Reiner. They like almost kill him, and then <laughs> Bertolt gets catapulted. <laughs> Yeah, he gets fucking heated into the battle. Oh my god, I love it. You know, the only thing I thought... The only thing I thought when that happened is that whole uh, Super Smash Brothers meme, like, Berthold has joined the battle. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I was expecting him to, like, transform in midair, because that would have been pretty cool. But then he's like, nah, man, I gotta help out my bro. See, I I feel like that was the original idea. That he was supposed uh-huh, to like yeah, transform the air, but then he has that thing where he sees Reiner taken out on the ground, and he's like, "Oh fuck, fuck this plan." Which also, he, is he probably not... realized that if yeah. he would have like transformed midair, he would have took you know, like 
it will probably kill Reiner as well. But true, true. It's Look, like a aren't... fucking nuke. Did That's... you see that? The, the, the one thing that just absolutely baffles me, though, about this whole thing is, it, and this happens like three times throughout the course of this fight with, um, the with the armored titan, the colossal titan, and the beast titan. There are ample opportunities to kill the humans that are using these titans, and no one does it. Um, no one we'll makes the killing that. blow. I think they made it pretty obvious why they didn't kill them when they like they even talked about it. I think you're. Do- I think the most glaring uh, com- uh, point where your complaint is applicable is like at the very end when they had Reiner tied up and they were about mm. to kill him. Yeah, I where believe. Haji's trying to kill him. Yeah, they should yeah, have yeah. chopped his John head is off. Like, wait, don't kill him. Like, what? 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 What was the? What was the advantage to them in letting him live? Nothing. What, but they even talked about. It. John was like, John was like, wait, we can use it. It's like probably also because of Parnes. Like, shit, I know this guy for like four years in training or something like something like See, that, that in training. That, but I, I don't, I don't think that's good. That's not good writing because as a soldier, you should just kill your enemy yeah you but didn't you it. see how all of them fucking break apart of and like that and then he's like and then he's giving himself shit it's like this is my fault it my, it's my fault that he left that he managed to get away hmm. I, I don't know i feel like, like yeah I feel he, like that was he, huge... they were in the wrong for like letting him live yeah for sure but that's the point i feel like know? that's just a huge narrative blunder like just just kill him. I, I mean, there's I no, agree. there's no inherent value to you and your survival in letting him live. There but is again, though, because yeah. you need him. You need him alive to eat to him. To get his power. To get the power. Otherwise, the power, as we learn later on, will go to a random person. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I have my I own like... problems with that too, but. Um, uh... Well, we'll get to. Don't worry. You can air out all your complaints. Yeah. Back to this um, fight. So yeah, you want to talk about the nuclear uh, explosion? Oh, I love a good nuclear explosion! Yeah, the animation Man, was great. There, there was there were more than only one explosion in that scene. <laughs> oh God! Are you talking about <laughs> on screen or off screen? It's I leave that for your imagination. Oh dear! <laughs> um, now there's a sight. So as this explosion <laughs> is happening, I really liked that. The that Bertholdt convinced Reiner to get on his back so that like his his Titan shell would act like a a cushion against the explosion. I thought that was really cool. Mm. That's really quick thinking. That's not something I could have thought of as a way, like just in the moment as a way to avoid the explosion. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I also well, like he is that, the armored um, Titan. So I know, but like just a simple a simple thing as getting on your back Mm. i thought that i personally thought that was an interesting tactic um i also liked um we learned later that hanji's uh comrade pushes her into a well to to avoid the explosion um i thought that was a pretty cool scene and also you know that kind of made sense because like a well would would probably not like save you from the brunt of the explosion when she returns later that mm-hmm. that whole scene is so satisfying when she shoots her own thunder spear into Rain. Oh yeah. <laughs> God damn, that was so good. Oh yeah. And then we have uh the point where By the way, were those were those thunder uh-huh. spears ever mentioned before? I don't think they were. No, no, this is the first time they were mentioned. I believe they did a small flashback during this season. Yeah, during where the they're season like... they talked about it a few, quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. 
I I thought if, it, if they were, it had to be a very very small mention because I was like, this seems like something that they should have mentioned before. No, they're they're revealing it now, mm. and they're revealing it now. Like we, they just made it now, okay. and the reason why they just made it now was because they overthrew the government. So they took the technology that the government was suppressing, and with that knowledge, they made the thunder spears. Okay. See that that yeah. that makes a little more sense because I'm like, how did they go from guns to rockets? <laughs> I okay, the animation for the thunder spheres, fucking missiles. Oh god, <laughs> they look like they I got fucking that. rocket engines on them. <laughs> oh my god! And when they tried to shoot the thunder spheres at the colossal titan, and he steamed Oof. them, and then they were just like floating in midair, and then they just flung away. That was pretty. That was pretty cool. I look, I saw I that, and I'm like, it. what are they made out of? Aluminum. Maybe. <laughs> that steam is powerful, honey. Uh, clearly. Um, but yeah, so at this point, after the nuclear explosion of the Colossal Titan, um, is what I was talking about before when they were at their lowest points. Um, at this point, the Beast Titan has like decimated everyone on the other side of the wall. Um, all they have left is the 104th squ- squad. Erwin, Levi, Aaron... And is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Well, oh, and, and the, recruits. the recruits. Yes. Yeah, and the recruits. So one of whom um, has like a fucking PTSD moment, like on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love how fucking little they have to work with, and how much damage they do with that. Mm. Yeah. That's that's so epic. Um. Especially, uh, you know, the charge against the Beast Titan. Just, like, every part of that killed me. I loved it so much. One thing uh, that was really cool about so that... Good in that scene. It, yes, well, bless Hiroyuki Swano. Um, one thing that's great <laughs> about that is the the uh, the discussion that Erwin and Levi have about, you mm-hmm. know, what to do. And it, Erwin has clearly accepted his death. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's like it's really cool to watch. Like he he says very little in this scene, but by saying very little, he says a whole lot. Dude, dude, fucking shout out to Daisuke Ono. Like his performance mm. in this, like that whole section of the, the story. Like man, it's so good. He sells the shit out of that whole part. Yeah, I I yeah. completely agree. Uh, I just I really like that scene where they're talking it over, and it's just. Levi does most of the talking, which is unusual. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like when Erwin's like talking about like his dream, it's like what comes later, but it's like you see how slowly he realizes that, yeah, this is it. It's like but it but he's talking about, well, I I gotta lead them because yeah. no one's gonna go and charge the beast titan if I'm not leading them. Well, that that speech um, that, that that Levi is is giving Erwin, he's like, "So, what's your dream?" And he's like, "To get to the basement." And then he doesn't say this, but Levi just gives him this look that's like, "And then," and Erwin doesn't yeah, have exactly. an answer for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I so can fun. see now why the shippers ship Erwin and Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought they just ship Levi with every male character. Um. There's a strong shipping of Erwin and Levi. A very well, strong. You would know. Uh, so, so in a different in a in a parallel universe, you're actually shipping Jotaro Kujo and Aradagi. That's no, very no. true. No, 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 that's not happening. Uh, 
But yeah, I, I really can't wrap my head around why Erwin decided to go on the suicide charge. Um, because he's like, I want to see the basement. And then what convinced him to not see the basement? Because the only way for him to actually get come out of the situation alive is killing the Beast Titan. How are they going to kill the Beast Titan? Pretty much, okay, we need to like do this like no, full-on no. suicide charge. What? No, no. They could have used Erwin's plan to get on Aaron and like run away. Yeah, but Aaron but was what about the basement? Aaron was like knocked the fuck out. Yeah, that but they didn't well. even try. Well, I mean, we, we gotta saw get he was of, able like, to turn trying. into a titan. We got We got to give Armin something to do, I guess. I'm gonna say it's his love for Levi that wow. made him give his life. <laughs> Well, we know where your shipping comment came from. No, listen, I don't ship it. Come on, the show ships it, not me. Okay, Uh hand over Uh, the the fanfics, and nobody gets hurt. Show. (laughs) Okay, uh, moving on. Um, I really loved the fucking speech that Erwin gave to the recruits. So fucking epic! I got goosebumps. He was just like, "Our lives only have meaning." Like, everyone dies at some point. When you die, it's not meaningless. Are our comrades' death meaningless? No. So we have to give our lives, and the people who live on, that's where the meaning will be. And I'm like, damn, son. Damn. I'm about to give my life for you. (laughs) Also, that imagery of him on, like, the pile of all the soldiers that died. Like, Mm. it's not something new, but, man, it's... It's, like, just such strong imagery. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's just, like, screaming it with, like, a complete straight face. And I'm like, yeah. yes, scream yes. at me. So, wow. Rage on, my soldiers. Uh, yeah, it's why I say, like, he's accepted his death. He knows that his mm-hmm. death is now necessary. Mm-hmm. Which is really sad. And not only his death, but the death of basically every recruit there. Because of the suicide that, charge, yeah. That suicide charge was brutal as hell. God. Which is Especially amazing. When, like, we learned we, yeah. we learned after that that only he and one other recruit Flock. are the ones that Yeah, thank you. Uh are the ones that actually survived <laughs> gotcha, that. The charge. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I would like to say that during this charge more horses died than people. Probably. No animals were hurt in the production of this animal. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then after, or, yeah, just after the suicide charge, uh, we get the beautiful scene of Levi fucking hopping between the Titans and fucking (laughs) taking down that beast Uh, Titan. Oh, my God. Fight, my God. I'm going to say something that neither of you are going to agree with. And I don't think anyone that listens to this is going to agree with. That's the worst part of this whole fight. There it is. There it is. There he goes. It's not necessarily that it's bad or that it looks bad. It's that it's over too damn quick. It has to be, honey. It has to be. He won't survive. You need to kill it quick. I mean, people... All the t- every Attack on Titan fan says that Levi versus the Beast Titan is like the best fight in this entire show so far. Um, okay, I don't okay, agree. Okay. I don't think it's the best. No, I don't. I, same. I don't think it's the best fight, but it's, it's so fucking good, dude. Oh, it's fucking, oh. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that for as hyped up as people were about it and telling me about it, 
I was let down. I was very underwhelmed. I don't know. I, I remember first time watching it, and thankfully, like, I, like I, I'm, I'm still, I'm doing my best, like, avoiding any spoils about this fucking show. When I watched that episode for the first time, I, I dude, my mind was fucking blown this entire episode. Like, gee. I know. In my opinion, the whole suicide charge is far more epic than Levi versus the Beast Titan. Uh, maybe that's me. I like. Maybe that's mm-hmm. maybe I like the heroic sacrifice thing. I don't know. I just thought that that was far more epic to watch also, than also Levi, the suicide charge the benefits from the suicide charge benefits greatly from using the uh, which song is that? I think before lights out which is such a fucking mm. good song that Sawana produced. It's like, oh. mm. But yeah, I agree. I like the suicide charge more than Levi taking the beast titan down. But Levi taking the beast titan down was the icing on the cake, and it was still. Really good. I, one thing, I don't one, thing know. I, one thing I found funny is mm-hmm. like the beat during the whole suicide charge thing, you know, as people are coming and they're getting closer, and then he, the beast titan finally takes all the horses down. Like mm-hmm. he looks to his right and notices that there's a titan that's fallen over. Mm-hmm. I know they yeah, were throwing the like, smoke up. I know mm-hmm. they were throwing the smoke up, but I don't, there's a part of me that thinks, God, didn't don't you have peripheral vision? That's I I see where you're coming from. I think there's also the fact that he was so consumed by the rage that yeah. he that that they were throwing their lives for no reason mm. that he may have gotten emotionally distracted as well. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, they, if he'd stop throwing the fucking like rocks, him, they wouldn't have to do it. They, no, but they they make a point of even showing him like getting frustrated about them just throwing themselves at him. Mm. I don't know. It's I guess maybe a moment of emotional weakness, but I it just it was a little weird to me thinking that like. This Titan that just fell over is right in your peripheral vision. You didn't notice that? Yeah, that was a fair point. Um, but overall, that I really liked that whole uh, plan and execution of uh, taking the Beast Titan down. I don't. Um, this is another. This is another one where I don't understand why Levi didn't kill him. Because for the, the same reason, strange. Because yeah. you know, maybe you said maybe there's someone I can still save by turning them into a tan and eating him. See, I think it would have been far better for Levi to just kill him and become the Beast Titan. He, he can't. The, the whole he point needs of, to. He needs yeah. to be a mindless Titan, and he doesn't have. Oh, you mean to syringe himself? Yes, yes. To use a syringe. But on the whole himself. point of the syringe. But the whole point of the syringe is to save someone else who might be like close to death. That's the whole point why they even like keep the syringe just in case some- they can bring well, someone. Well, I mean, yes, that's one someone. potential use of it. But it doesn't have to be the only use that it could have. Sure, I but mean, if you, you have had only the one chance to, and... you had the chance to kill an enemy that's taken down almost everyone that you brought with you. I would have taken Again, that chance. Maybe, but like for them, like for them, the whole plan was using the syringe to save someone. Oh, I know the, the then... whole reason he didn't was because Armin has plot armor. Yes. Ah, uh, come on. I don't know. To me, it just seems way, way uh, out of character for Levi. I mean, Levi has always been this sort of stoic, logical, tactical person. But they gave him orders, you know. That's the whole plan. They said before they did the whole thing. Know. They, they no, 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 no. Don't. I don't know, man. They came to an agreement. Yes, we'll use the syringe to cure someone if need be, and then he can eat the titans and acquire their power. They, they stated pretty clearly. But that also assumes that no one ever like what would happen if no one was ever near death? They would never use the syringe. I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> also, I know. he was in the middle of a 
uh, war zone. So might not have been the best. Time I think what you mean it. to say he was in the middle of a monologue. <laughs> no, he was no. in the battlefield. Where there were clearly still there titans. There were other titans. Yeah, there was still... T- if he transformed into a yeah. mindless titan, he would get eaten by the other titans. Perhaps. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Speaking of which, can we talk about how that fucking... I don't know. Four-legged titan looks like a fucking platypus. <laughs> I I want to know what his deal is about, but... <laughs> I just want to know how know retarded was season. he before he got injected. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. He starts talking. That, that whole thing, I, that whole thing with Levi. I don't. I just don't think it's a great end to that fight. At least this particular part of the fight. I, but that's again. That's ah uh, because he feels now defeated because he, he didn't. He didn't manage to like do his, like complete his last mission from Irving. Mm. He couldn't kill the Titan, which hopefully I don't know. I really don't know. But hopefully that will lead to fucking something amazing in the next season. To resolve yeah, that whole I think, thread. I think there's like a common thread in this entire show where, um, you know, all of your efforts are really well executed and in the end you can't even get what you want. Um, and that's just another instance of that. Like, yeah, that's fine. We've seen this happen again and again with them, with all their amazing plans to thwart the Titans and they, and they end up getting a really shitty, like, reward for that. So this just is look just back at I mean, you yeah, used, just you used the word reward. One. I wouldn't even use that word. I would say just it's a natural progression. It's just a really I mean, shitty progression. Now that you, but now that you mentioned, look back at season one at the end, like at the ending. They they finally managed to um, <clears throat> they fight Annie. They almost capture her, and they do. But you know, she's now like crystallized in the one of their dungeons and they can't even get an answer out of it. So Yeah, they yeah, can't they kill her the, and they can't Yeah, they get can't do anything her. with her. So like so, they get like, a little bit of progression, but it's not like what they wanted. It's not exactly they what even, they wanted. Yeah, and they even t- talk to tell Erwin, well, listen, like after all of this collateral damage and people die, it's like what do, do you want to tell me you just have a prison we can't even interrogate? It's like well, yeah. It's the best we could do with the limited information and the limited tools and the limited manpower. Mm-hmm. I think like I think this is a very this is like a tragic show at its base. Well so clearly <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of cuck endings to uh, <laughs> a lot of cuck resolutions to a lot of their problems. Um, which you say is doesn't is out of character and doesn't make sense. I personally think it's fine considering the circumstances. Um but while all that shit is happening on the uh, outside of the wall or the inside, I forget what's it's, side well, it's of the outside the wall. But yes, is it? I don't know. The beast I don't <laughs> I'm so I'm, confused. I'm like we see that map it. five times, but I don't the, remember. I, I, the beast enough, titan. I've given up under the, trying to okay, understand okay. these fucking walls and which one is which. The beast titan and he's. It, it's actually when you think about it, all the houses are inside the wall. So there you go. The base titan is the inner side of the wall, and the opposite side is the outside of the wall. Okay, that yes. Okay, so one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, <laughs> after all this shit is happening outside of Shiganshina, um, we have Armin versus the Colossal Titan inside Shiganshina, which um was okay. The yes. animation of him burning up. Ooh. Beautiful. And the Ooh. OST 
of just him dying. Oh, you should have. Would you say? So I, I really wish. I really wish you could have seen me while I was watching. I was like, "Yes, he's gonna die. He's gonna die. He's gonna die." I'm so happy. Oh no! Would you say it was pretty hot? <laughs> I would say I would get a little hot in the collar. Oh no! <laughs> No, and then, no, of no. course, in true Attack on Titan style, is he really dead? Fuck no. Nope. Um, I did also like the, um, I don't know if you call this character design, of the burnt version of Armin after he got burnt. <laughs> I, would call I don't it, know what you call that. I, I Whatever call you it, call that. I would call it character I, development. I, that was somewhat oh, graphic, on. and I liked it. Um. I remember reading this in the manga and being, like, completely out of my mind. Because yeah. it got, like, this show got way more graphic. Like, I feel like this was a jump of being graphic <laughs> from uh, where it previously was. Because, like, he's, like, completely scorched to a fucking crisp. And I'm like, okay. Okay, we get into new, new uh, heights, mm. pun intended, <laughs> of, of brutality. Um... But yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a great. Crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I like how there was a pause. No. There, like, what? How do I know? Just moving on. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was a cool, pun intended plan. Um. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't. Would you say it was a colossal failure? Yes, it was. No, a... it was a colossal what success. Com- <laughs> what comes? What comes after is the colossal failure. Oh my god. So I would say never mind. <laughs> So I believe the what comes after is choosing to inject Erwin or choosing to inject Armin. And this occurs in the span of an entire episode where we have to decide this. Um, I'm curious let us, as to what, let us. Your, what your opinion on all this whole debacle is, Alex. Let's just grind the pacing to a complete halt while we sit here and stare at two people dying on a rooftop for an episode. No! <laughs> oh, oh my tummy hurts now. Uh, honestly, oh I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I think, like, a, the, I think a, the, vein, a vein popped right now. I think he's about forehead. to have a fucking oh, aneurysm if we make this go on much longer. Um, I do think the voice acting throughout this entire thing is really good. Um, although I will say some of pe- some of the people are definitely hamming it up a little bit. Uh, most definitely. Nope. Uh, uh, I don't think it's hammed up. Nope. Uh, mo- no. I think it's definitely, like, there's emotional, like, pinnacles, but what's, I think it's appropriate. What's the fucking recruit's name? I forget it again. Flock. Yeah, that, 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 that is a little hammed up. I don't remember what he said. He I, wasn't that no, relevant that to the scene. No, that, he wasn't that hammed up. Dude, he was okay. I mean, it, it's very obvious that Aaron and Mikasa are letting their emotions guide this judgment. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason they want Armin to get the injection is because but, Armin is their friend. Yes, sure, but but to but to the, if, uh, but Flock is sort of as well. Yeah, sure, we could talk about how Armin's like the commander of the scouts and all. But one of the main reasons Flock wants to bring him back is it's like, no, fuck this guy for all he's done to us. He sh- he, he, sh- he shouldn't be left off the hook so easily. Like letting him die is just an easy way out for him that's how he views it even made like that's what he that's how he uh, it's like suicide the easy way out 
Yeah, exactly. Like he he thinks no, we need to bring this demon back for all <laughs> like we went through. He he shouldn't just die. Yeah, I know. You know? But so he, I still also think he lets his emotions get the best of him. Still think Orwin should have been the one that got injected because Armin sucks. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, he, he should have been the about, one. Like, for yeah. the rest of the show, uh, for the rest of the season from this point on, they even like, keep like trying to come to terms with that decision if it was correct or not. Well, I, mean, mm-hmm. e- I mean, even Armin thinks that he shouldn't have been saved. The only people yeah. that think mm-hmm. Armin should have been saved, even after all of it goes down, are Aaron and Mikasa. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I think that the right thing to choose was Erwin. And I, I, I don't even think that... They didn't choose uh, that. I don't even think Levi necessarily believes he made the right choice, but I don't but he, we'll see. But he made the choice, and he's like, and he 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 is like, you know, he mentions it's he, like I I I don't have to live with this choice, but you guys do. When they're after all this is over, mm-hmm. when he's talking to Aaron and Mikasa, no, he he, he tells them like, don't. I can't remember the, like the. He said that I'm up. okay with the choice I've made. It's your yeah. job to figure out if you're okay with. Yeah, it's it's your job to exactly. make sure these two don't regret it. Yeah, I believe that's, that's I believe that's about. the phrase that he uses. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's a bit controversial why he chose Armin over Erwin. Um, Wait, I think... let me guess. We'll find out next season. I don't know, girl. <laughs> do I look like a uh, fortune teller? Hey, you you talked about a common thread that runs through Attack on Titan. That's it. Wait till next season. Girl. That's the answer to any um, question you have. Wait till next season. So, like you said about Flock, uh, a reason why Levi may have uh, not saved Erwin was because he didn't want Erwin to live through any more hell. Mm. But I also think that maybe... Another reason why he chose Armin was because he thought that Armin's motivations of like yeah. going to see the sea, which is basically translated as you know freedom, Armin valued free- freedom over was more important than Erwin's values, which were selfishly um, avenging his father by learning what's in the basement. Hmm. So and that's going back. That Here, might be a reason. But it's not very clear. Um, it's it's going back to the whole thing of you know like all of these characters have the like different dreams of like what they like have what their goal in mind you know and they even fl- uh, flashback to uh, that one uh, sentence that uh, Kenny told Levi that like something along the lines of um, everyone needs something to be drunk on to keep going or something like yeah. that and that and like you know. And yeah, like Erwin kept going because of he wanted to know what's in the basement just to validate his and, and him and his father's uh, belief that yeah, there's like something wrong with the history of this world and or it's an Armin who just yeah wants to go and see the ocean and pretty much yeah it it translates to freedom. Yeah, it's, it's like what Kenny was really That's saying a big is of this season well, as a whole. I think what Kenny was really saying was like a variation of the adage that living without a purpose is not really living at all. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. God, I miss Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is honestly one of my favorite episodes in anime in general. I really love what they did with yeah. the scene. I love that they spread it out to make up a full episode. Um, I love how so well good. they directed it, how they produced it. And one little small thing that I also really appreciated was that there was this OST was completely silent while everyone was screaming and crying and dying. Yep. Like mm. complete silence. And I was like, that is so fucking creepy and like ominous. I was 
I loved it. And it really um, amplified the how well the voice acting was just by not putting the OST in at all. Or um, sound effects, really. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there were some. There were, I mean, there were a couple, but, crazy. but, it's but there not, wasn't any like music in the background no. yeah. for most of the episode. There was very so, little in the background. Mm-hmm. All you could hear was the voice acting. Yeah, I really like that. Um, but yeah, so after that, we finally get to see the basement. Finally. Also, I love the, I love the fucking fake out that the key doesn't open the lock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Levi. I, I looked at that. Hates. I looked at that. And I'm like, of course it doesn't. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, one problem I have with Attack, with, yeah, Attack on Titan is that, like, they didn't really need the key to get into, or to get what they wanted from the basement, so I don't know. Uh, no, no, because truthfully they didn't, because if he can, if he can kick that door down, there's no, there's no reason he couldn't kick that desk down. Yeah, but, so, I don't really know why throughout that entire show they're like, the key, the key, I'm like, you don't need the key, you just go to the basement and just... but, but, but his father just gave him the key, and so he just had it. What? it yeah, but the like show were... is like the key, the key. Like there's like so because, much symbolism. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? Okay. L- l- uh, okay. There's a <laughs> lot of hype the key, about the key, wait, 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 wait. and the key, the key isn't that great. is a visual representation of Aaron's goal and their mission to find the truth Fine. about this world. Fine. There you go. Fine, I'll accept that. Thank you. <laughs> I, okay, I mean, I would accept it as a symbol, yes, but it has no yeah, functional use, it. really. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, it's a good symbol, I mean. not functional. Visual, um. medium, cinema, you know, cinema, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> during the basement flashbacks, we learn a shit ton of, of information, um, which surprisingly was not did not feel like an overload, because they didn't tell us, like, they, they showed, showed us. us. Yeah. So that was really uh, well uh, directed or written or whatever. Um, I'm really curious to know. Do you mean in know... the basement or what comes after the basement? Uh, well, the, the information. The information we get. So, like, yeah, the flashback of. Uh, so, the, like, the next two and a half episodes, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm curious to what you guys thought about this, all this information that we're getting. Um, I can, I can, sum, my, I can sum my <laughs> thoughts up into two words about time. Is that all? <laughs> I feel. I, I genuinely. This is one of my biggest issues with this season. Is that I knew that the payoff was not going to be that great. Um, <laughs> and I feel, excuse me. What? You heard me. Uh, excuse me. What? <laughs> I I knew that the payoff was. It was either going to be uh, something very disappointing or something kind of cliche. And it's kind of a mixture of both, really. Uh, How so? But I, I, I need to take a deep breath. Hold on. Okay. I mean, I personally, when I, I, I read this first before I watched it, um, was fucking mind blown because the entire mm. paradigm, the entire premise of the story is flipped. The setting of the story is not what we had initially been led to believe it was. The... Uh, time period the genre of the story is not what we uh initially thought it was you know it's basically it's transforming it's like opening your mind to a larger picture that puts more context into what you've been seeing and you get so much it's so enlightening it's it's 
it's transforming good... everything you've seen into yes. something completely different. I was shocked. I I honestly was mind blown. And do I, you, I don't know. Do you have anything further to explain why you thought it was cliche? I I mean, my mind definitely wasn't blown. Um, by the time we got to this point, I was almost certain they were on an island. Um, I was almost certain. Well, I was I wasn't even almost certain. I knew that there were other human beings out there, and I was but, almost mm-hmm. well. I, I knew that what was going to be in the basement was going to be an explanation saying that. Uh, the outside world is not what you actually think it is, but 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 you but could you ever imagine that like the uh, whatever like uh, uh, the whole culture of Valley would be the way it is portrayed? Because bullshit, if you did, I mean, like, come on, honestly, I, mean, I would have thought that they would have been further along technology wise. Um, they seem to be like in a. They have a, zeppelins, dude. It, Let's it, be they, honest. Well, they, they seem to be at an era of technology between like World War One and Two, ish. If I had to guess, um, I, I would mean, have thought they would have been like late twentieth, early twenty first century. The Eldians, I mean, come on. There's no way. Don't tell me that the moment you saw that whole flashback and it's like this kid running with the armband and stuff, very obviously like going to like Holocaust imagery and stuff. And get in the ghettos and whatever. Don't tell me you were like, wait, huh? What? So come on. I mean, I, 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 re- I recognize the imagery, obviously, and yeah, but don't tell me that you were like kind of shocked to be honest to see that and be like, whoa, okay, let's see where this is going, and then the rest of the flashback, uh, flashback unravels as the episodes go along. No, I wasn't that. I w- the the format the format that that society took was a little shocking oh, shocking is the wrong word unexpected surprising unexpected but i would i had become convinced that the island or you know where the walls are was being used as like a penal colony of some sort oh really yes never I mean, crossed my mind i mean the whole premise of the show and all the imagery we've been shown was very post-apocalyptic. Yeah, very so zombie show. To to now be told that basically this post-apocalyptic setting is only confined to this island and literally the entire world is living as normal. You and at peace, apparently. That, that wasn't like a big thing to you? Well, allegedly at peace. Yeah, you know. Um, not really, no. Interesting. <sighs> Also, a big thing, like, on a very basic um, premise change was that, you know, this isn't some random, you know, fantasy world. This isn't some random, you know, 4000 BC, a post-apocalyptic thing. <laughs> this is, like, very similar to real-world history. You know, it's there's this the world that they inhabit... That's a stretch. Is, no, the world that they inhabit is... is very similar to our world like it's basically it's basically uh our world with the names changed it's grown in some type of reality i mean you know? like it's yeah if it's you not take, as if fantastical it's, as it's yeah it's as not high it, fantasy mm-hmm. well no it's certainly not high fantasy um but it's not i don't find i don't think that it's that grounded in our real world either um and that's mostly not, because of the titans i mean Sure, sure. I don't think it's grounded in our world, but it's... It's it's grounded in a world that is much more similar to our world. Or 
to how our history progressed, it's bas- it's like a it's like an alternate version of how our history progressed, basically. I guess. Okay. I you so just, you didn't even think that. Okay. Not not I mean not really. I I I get I get the similarities in the imagery. I really do. And in that sense, I do agree with you. But I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the main problem here. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a good payoff for all the mysteries. I really don't. Mm. I actually I st- I still think that your original I well I think this was back when we did the season 1 uh episode or one of the season 1 episodes where you said that you had a theory that it was a simulated reality. I still mm-hmm. like that better. I still think that's a much no, better I hate idea. That. I hate fucking simulated reality. That's the yeah, worst that's dumb. twist. <laughs> I completely I disagree. Really I think that would have been a far better twist if you found no, out in the basement that I there's really like some computers that. and shit or like, you know, some off switch that turns the simulation off. That fucking sucks, dude. I really hate that type yeah, of shit. Now that's cliche. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah, been... honestly, that's way more of a cliche than, oh, there's just more world out there. It's a fucking, you know, world. I prefer, like, I prefer stories about these worlds that, worlds that you get to see and learn more about the further you go along. For example, Full Metal Alchemist, you get there this world that it's kind of similar to our mm-hmm. world, but, you know, the more you learn and the more you explore, you get all these different subcultures and just things that just you know it adds texture to that world and i mean i don't know what how we're gonna see like the rest of this world in season four but i mean i think that's where it's going it's going there and seeing what 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 more there is to marley and stuff i think you misunderstand me though like i still like the whole prison colony aspect because that's essentially what the, how the island is right you mm-hmm. just prefer it would have been a simulation instead of um, being. I think, part I, of a yeah, place. like having a like a super futuristic society, like maybe like late twenty first century, early twenty second century, Wait, and instead so of it, hold on, and instead of sentence, sentencing people to the death penalty, they actually like forcibly put them in this world. Honestly, it's less of a penal colony and more of a, a isolationist. Camp? No, more of an isolationist no. um, dictatorship. Uh, very similar yeah. to North Korea, because um, you know they the themselves, you know the, the people that are sent to the paradise aren't the people that are inhabiting paradise like as humans like the yeah. people that are being sent there are just like enemies that are killing people criminals to them the yeah. oh, the paradise people were sent there by their own people the king chose to go there by his own volition and chose to. Uh, oppress his own people um, and make their lives hell for his own reasons. Um, it wasn't anyone else. Seems else's. very convoluted. I don't not think really. not really. They no, very clearly explained the 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 backstory, or you know how the war ended. And I, we still, I guess, we don't really know specifically why the king decided to. Get peace for some reason, or for some reason or another, like I mm-hmm. guess maybe they lost the war, and he decided that the best case scenario for his people to survive <laughs> was to just self-exile themselves to that mm-hmm. uh, island and say, "Okay, we're just gonna go there, leave us alone. We're going to stay there. If you fuck with us, we'll unleash titans on you." I also feel like the naming of the island is supposed to be ironic. Pro- yeah, I mean, probably. Let's be honest. <laughs> Think it's very intentional. Actually, maybe not because the king 
wanted it to be paradise. He just couldn't make it the way he wanted it to be. Because mm. you know, they, they said how, like, he just wanted to live peacefully, but it just didn't work out like that. So, sure. um, but speaking about, you know, the history books, uh, I do, you know, like we get uh, contradicting stories of how it actually went down from Marley and then from the Eldian restorationists. And honestly, that is very, you know, accurate to how history is recorded. You know, there's a lot of contradicting um, retellings of what has well, happened. It's that it's that old it's that huh. old saying that the victors always write the history books. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I the fact that it is kind of vague about why the king left is it kind of makes sense because you know the history is lost and we don't really know. Um. And they went out of their way to you know describe how why. Like all the details of why the history is vague, so I can buy that for now. I think I do still hope they like eventually tell us. Yeah, I'm sure they will I'm get sure, more details. I'm sure by the final episode mystery. of the fourth season, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> oh, come on! I will say one thing that I found disappointing is that this whole reveal is that it's all about a race war. You really find that disappointing? I, found I do. That really, I, I feel like it should be what? more than just a basic more. race war. You say Basic? more, but it's a fucking race war, Yeah, race dude. war is very heavy. I mean, it's it's a heavy concept. Yeah, I just, I've, I didn't care. I, I this, thought it, it was, was not a great payoff. For a long time, let's be honest. Huh? I thought mm-hmm. you didn't care for a long. Well, no, oh, yeah, just, that's true. It, it just <laughs> seems. It just doesn't seem like a good payoff to me. I don't know. This the whole reveal was not satisfying. But it's fucking, it turns everything upside down, everything we've known and seen so far. That's a good twist. And and on a rewatch, it makes it, to me, I had a way better experience watching the show, like, rewatching the show. Mm. Like, you get the sense of, oh, shit, this whole time, that's what the, the Titans were all about. That's where they came from. This, a, it answers that. And see, that, that, I think and that's B, another part of the reason I don't wait, wait, like and it. B, and B, and sure, if you, like, I don't I'm, like I'm the not Titans. trying to convince you. Again, I'm not trying to convince you to like that you should like it or not. I'm just saying why it appeals to me and I really enjoy it. Because personally, yes, this the the sec the these last few episodes of the flashback really obliterated my mind when I first watched them. I'm not exaggerating at all. That's how much like this I, I love this payoff. It and again, it's just when you have this like this twist, you suddenly like the, that whole premise of oh, it's us versus the Titans versus, instead of what we have now, which is, oh, shit, there's way more out there. And it's like, okay, it's very very simply, the term humans and humanity, so far it's like what we thought were the people inside the walls. But honestly, to the rest of the world, they are humanity. And the Titans and the LDS as a whole, they're the fucking monsters, you know? It gives this, this very depressing slant all mm-hmm. of a sudden very tragic yeah um yeah also going back to the whole race thing um you know in season one attacking titan was very much like a surreal fantastical you know fantasy show um and then by now it's the themes that they're talking about is very relevant to like real world politics so for me at least the complete flip from you know fiction to uh you know 
relevance to the real world, you know, that, that made it super, that made it hit home super hard. Um, especially, you know, because a lot of, I don't know, for me, this story, like, reminds me a lot of North Korea, because, um, you, like, we know that, you know, Kim Jong-un, like, tells a lot of lies to the people so much that they can believe that he can do supernatural things. So, to me, Attack on Titan is almost such a poetic description of how political tyranny can go so wrong. And we see that, like, firsthand, um, how a dictator can... Well, not can't. I mean, it's not a perfect, uh, you know... Uh, relation, but we see the surreal... I don't think it's a one-to-one comparison, but yes. It's not a one-to-one comparison, but there are definitely, you know, relationships, but the connection between, like, surreal fantasy and uh, dictatorship, you know, mm. there is there is a connection there to the real world and how dictators can, you know, make their people believe certain things that aren't real. Um, and even... On a more basic level, you know, the Titans could be just metaphors for the dehumanization of the enemies in a war, which, um, honestly, this, uh, to me, this, like, connection between the surreal and the real, um, it, it has a lot to say about a lot of things. (laughs) That sounds very vague. Yeah, it does. That's... (laughs) But um, that's the best way I can explain it. Uh, I feel like okay. I feel like all of this would have had way more of an impact on me if I actually cared about the Titans. And I just, as much as I've tried, I just can't care about the Titans as as a narrative device. I just can't. Mostly because they look so ridiculous. Going to fight humans, probably? Huh? Are you happy that next season it's probably just going to fight to be fighting a whole lot of humans? I mean, maybe. I'm just, I guess, judging by what we see in the very last episode, they've eradicated all the Titans on the island, or at least all the regular to Titans. To some extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, yeah, to some extent, it seems like. So I guess that really only leaves one group of people left to fight. Um, I'm a, Everyone I, else? I think <laughs> pretty much yeah, the rest, the rest of the of world. The world. Um, don't, don't set the bar too high there, Aaron, for yourself. Um, I... I think i see where this is going um i think it's gonna you're gonna slowly see aaron turn into the the exact same tyrant that the uh what the fuck are they called the marlians are led i by. don't know if tyrant um because we don't Marley. know actually what they were i mean the marlians say they were a tyrant but were they really we don't know i i don't know i i really enjoyed the flashback for a whole lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but like there's something specific about the how they depict um, parents. Sort of, they use the word indoctrinated, but also you know just in general that whole relationship between a parent and a child that I I found very fascinating. Because mm-hmm. you have you have Grisha's father like trying to explain to him about yeah this is why they hate us and this is why we should like stay the way we are and not ruffle any feathers. Yeah, and then you have Grisha trying to teach Zeke. Well, listen. This is our history, and we kind of need you to do all of this and that because uh, you're our savior and all that bullshit. 
and that backfires on him and he and he realizes oh shit it's the same thing that happened with my dad mm. and when he goes to to the island and then starts a family you like you know he he actually goes about it way differently. He doesn't indoctrinate anyone. He doesn't try to do that. He just lets people come to their, specifically Aaron, come to his own conclusion with the facts. Uh, I don't know. There's something about that whole dynamic that I found really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that there is also a lot of parallels to uh, how there were Jews in you know after the yeah. Nazi Party came to power in Germany, where they just kind of went yeah. along with it, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. if this is our lot in life, it is. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and to the to the same on the same vein, you also had where you saw uh, Aaron's father's name. I know this, Grisha, Grisha. Grisha. and uh, uh, Dinah, Dina, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have a kid, and they try to indoctrinate him in you know the right way, uh, and he ends up telling on them. <laughs> Which is something yep. else that happened in the lead up to World War Two. There were Jews that were yep. saying to their children, like, "Hey, these 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 people, these Nazis, they're they're not right, and this is all why." And then they would go to the SS and be like, "My mommy said this." Hmm. So going along those lines, you know, Attack on Titan has come under a lot of heat about, uh, you know, its illusions uh, or relations or imagery of nazi germany hmm. um i don't know Ugh, i mean that's so not the least of which is all the german names in it there are a no, lot of connections like... there and i don't know what you guys think like i don't know what to think of it myself because like if if that's what the author was going for i think that is not what that was not a good idea See, i mean no, i don't I have it's a... just using like the the imagery that obviously people know but is it trying to make a statement or something to to imply that he's like you know fucking racist or anti-Semite. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think that yet, at least, I've seen evidence one way or the other what the author thinks. Again, yet, uh, he may come down on it one side or the other. We will see. Um, I'm hoping it's not his particular side, because <laughs> um, that's not good. Like narratively, though, I don't necessarily have a problem with this kind of imagery being used or like allusions to. Nazi Germany being used I mean, in a fictional I kind sense. Of, I kind of have a problem with it because, you know, the protagonists that we're supposed to sympathize with are the ones that are being alluded to having a relationship with Nazis. So I'm like, am I supposed wait, wait, to wait. be? Wait, 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 Because the Eldians are the ones that allegedly uh, ethnically cleanse the entire world. Or tried to. Right? Yeah, they tried Yeah, to. but then their whole point is that that happened thousand years ago that's like you know the whole the whole sins of the father or whatever so, well the point um, i'm making is that like the eldian race could be you know there's a lot of uh, like parallels with the aryan race and how they tried to ethnically okay cleanse. but and now they're sort of oppressed i agree very but, much and so, now so, so yeah the, now the narrative puts the that's that whole sins alleged, of the father thing the sins the, of the yeah. father are paid uh-huh. for by the blood of the son exactly well th- my problem is that like the the narrative has placed the quote unquote Aryan race into a place where I'm supposed to give it sympathy. Hmm. So I might be looking a bit too uh, into I it, to... but yeah, I think, I think you'll have to see. It feels a bit of a stretch. I, I, I think to, I, I, to, yeah, to it is a, a bit of a stretch, but to it have just a complete makes me a little picture, the, to have a complete picture, you should probably wait to judge that until the story is over. 
Possibly. Because who knows? It could flip again. It could. Um, so, I mean, we learned a lot of other things, but I think we've talked about all of the most, you know, relevant things that I, we learned. There was one question I uh-huh. did have. We're, we're yeah. told that the Marlians are preparing to invade paradise uh, mm-hmm. because they need fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. How do they know there's fossil fuels on the island if they don't regularly go there and search for it? Um, they mm, they might have fossil history. fuels are something you actually have to prospect for. Like you don't just scan the fucking ground and it's like, oh, there's fossil fuels under here. I'm I mean, no... before there was the Merlin like you know uh, takeover, uh, they were under the Eldians, so I would assume that there was trade between them to some extent. Maybe right. I don't know. I I mean, I honestly don't know. Uh, but that's that's I, I thought about that when be. they said they were going to invade for fossil fuels, and it's just I like knowing that you have to prospect to try and find fossil fuels. I'm thinking, how do they know? Honestly, I think it's just because like they probably traded with Eldians when the Eldians were in. That's power, possible, right? I, I I could buy that. I think that's I think that's it. I could buy that. Mm, I think like the Paradise Island wasn't necessarily under Eldian control during the Eldian. Uh, Empire's height, so maybe they was under Marleyan control and they had prospected it then. Could have been. I don't know. There's, there, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. It's a good question. I'm sure it'll question, be answered yeah. later. Maybe. Probably possible. <laughs> um, the one, uh, the last thing I'll say is that you know mm-hmm. we get a lot of uh, exposition uh, that show that says pretty much how the Titans work. Um, so mm-hmm. really, after this, there's not a whole lot of mystery as to how well how the special titans work mm-hmm. um and i think i still i if anything i think now it's way more convoluted than it needs to be i disagree like, i feel th- like there's there's no way to get rid of the titans like forever and i think what that's the only mean? way because you solve they the are the titans you get rid of the titans forever Oh, but speaking the, of which. Oh, but that's the mm-hmm. point of the final scene, Alex, is that now... Mm, oh, it's so... That's why it's so good! <laughs> now, Aaron is like, oh, his whole world is now upside down. It's not just about fucking, yeah, killing the enemy, now the Titans, and we'll be free. It's, oh, shit, we, we got to the ocean, we got to our supposed freedom, but what lies beyond there, like, our enemies, and I guess now we need to, like, eliminate them so we'll be finally free? Or, you know, that's the whole point of that last scene, to show how fucking broken he is right now, trying to come to terms with mm-hmm. that thought. Mm-hmm. There is a way that's to That's a depressing kill all, thought. There is a way to kill all the Titans, you just have to kill all the Eldians. Well, there yeah. you go. That's what, that's what the Marlians want to do. I mean, maybe <laughs> they have a point? Just saying. Maybe. Oh my... <laughs> I know that's going to be very problematic to hear. cleansing, Alex? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you have an enemy that can eat you, you probably shouldn't keep them around. Oh, dear. I... <laughs> well, I know which side of uh, history you're on. No. <laughs> um, but I guess we can move on to our closing thoughts on what we thought about this last season. I mean, I can... So... I'm assuming that we're also, once the final season airs, we're going to do one last one of these, depending on how long that no, season is. No, no, no! <laughs> wow. Um, so kidding. obviously we're not 
done done yet, but we're done with everything that's out. Um, uh-huh. I have, over the course of us doing this podcast, I have not been shy about hiding my contempt for Attack on Titan. Um, and I have a feeling, show, that you convincing me to do this was in a roundabout way to see if I would actually like it or at least change my opinion of it in any way after watching everything that was out so far. Um, I have to say, if that was the case, then you've succeeded. Oh, yay. Um, I don't well, my... I don't detest <clears throat> this anymore. Yay. Um, really, I just... You had so many complaints about the season, the part of season one that you had that all had proper answers, or at least for me, proper answer for them, uh, by the end of... Uh, season three part two that i'm like you know if you just watched the whole thing a lot of your questions would be answered mm-hmm. so that was i was that was my uh stake i mean in having you watch this i'm i mean i'm happy they finally got answered the you know the way they were answered i might not have liked particularly um and i also think that some of the answers that we got throughout the third season probably could have been sprinkled in little by little earlier in the story and it still wouldn't have lost a whole lot um but i when we first started this my overall opinion of attack on titan was just absolutely horrendous like i absolutely hated it now i have to say my overall opinion of what i've seen so far is eh that's it i mean wait that's, so is it, listen, wait, so is, it that's is it ambivalence kind of yeah i mean it's I think that's worse, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you you might be right. Uh, like, if I had to give it a numerical value at the beginning, of course, I'd only ever originally watched the first season. I would have given it like a 1 or a 2 out of 10. I'd say I'd give it a solid 5 overall now as an entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, if the second season weren't just so abysmally bad and borderline unwatchable, it'd probably be higher. Um, (laughs) I also don't understand but the third season is very redeeming um, especially the first half of the third season Um, I ended up giving this second half of the third season a 6 out of 10 which is the highest I've given any part of Attack on Titan so far Uh, (laughs) I was going to end this with a joke and just say it was a 5 out of 10 until I saw Hanji in an eye patch 6 out of 10 oh dear I do genuinely love Hanji, though. She's still my favorite character in the entire show. I'm glad you have favorite characters. (laughs) That's an improvement from where we started at season one. Um, We didn't even talk about how Sasha just tells everyone to shut up because she wants to sleep. That was clearly the best part of the season. Yes. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, How about you, Nitai? It was really fucking good. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> I mean, again, I, I really, I'm, I'm super happy that we did this rewatch, mm. and it was such a fun experience. Uh, just you know, going back and picking all the small details that those madlads just put in there, and yeah, I was lo- really, really looking forward to rewatching this section of the story because I remember while watching it on a weekly basis it blew my mind consistently every single week and yeah I mean to me at least the magic is still there this those 10 episodes are just incredible I I enjoyed every second of it and this show is great Uh, Mm. 
personally to me like the whole package of season three those 22 episodes or so are like just such a fucking solid tv in general it's mm-hmm. just absolutely adored this season and i hope they deliver the ending of the show because not every day we we get to see like a manga get an adaptation from beginning to end and if this sticks to the landing then who knows maybe we'll actually get a masterpiece i would say i would say that was true at the time this first season came out but that's not necessarily true anymore there's many many more but manga that are getting full adaptations out no. and i love it yeah and maybe I mean, maybe maybe, maybe more, that's one thing i can uh, actually credit attack on titan for is starting this trend off because prior to attack on titan we never really got complete adaptations yeah, except for but, every once in a while but i mean sure but it's like i don't know it's when was the last like modern uh, anime that like actually was from beginning to end and on this scale? You know, like Full Metal Alchemist there, Brotherhood. Had, yeah, I, I was about to say you had Brotherhood and you have not like and you have other shows, but it's like it's in the same vein of Brotherhood. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, you could also say Naruto. It's gotten a complete adaptation as well. Oh God! But there are no fillers in Attack on Titan. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. But you're. I mean, you know I mean it's I mean. still a complete adaptation, but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, sure. I... <laughs> um, uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, for me, by now, uh, we've gotten enough information that I feel like this is a satisfying stopping point. Obviously, there's still more, but I feel like we've finally gotten a lot of closure that the uh story has been begging us to get um and at this point after this season honestly the story for attack on titan to me is such a masterpiece it's just so genius uh it really blew my mind like i've like i've repeated a lot of times um and i love all of the build-up to what i think was such a cleverly written and you know detailed uh plot reveal um and i i it's one of my favorite stories and um i think studio wit did an amazing job bringing the story to life with a fucking beautiful animation applause for them great directing um uh, and the soundtrack was just on point and you know especially i mean I guess this is maybe going back a little too far, but going all the way back to season one, at the point where Attack on Titan came out, the production quality compared to its peers was just, to me, it was just so, so ahead of its time. Um, But yeah, Attack on Titan is an amazing story and an amazing anime. And it is my favorite anime right now, Mm. so... Uh, I and this season was definitely the point that you know really s- s- consolidated um, everything that I think the anime was trying to do. So I I really love what they did with it. Um, so yeah, good good was... luck, Mappa. That's all I got to say. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say good luck, Mappa. Mm-hmm. Good luck and not tripping up down. over this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have. I am very confident that Mappa can can pick up where Studio Wit left off, but only time will tell. They can't make so, the CG any worse. Oh God! I think honestly, I think that we aren't gonna have the CG problem with Mappa. 
But we can only Matt pray. Matt has been working with a lot of CG lately. <sighs> right? Can only pray. Hey, but yeah. yes, but thank you, Studio pray. Wit, for making this and then giving up on it. I, I don't know why they gave up. I guess they were because, just tired. Okay, because, because they realized much, that Vinland Saga was a much better no, story. No, no, no. It's because on Attack on Titan they worked as contractors instead of like they didn't own uh, uh, the okay. anime, to, so that to makes speak. Sense. So like all the Blu-ray sales didn't go to them. That makes which sense. Is shitty. Which is which is yeah. really weird because well. did, didn't Wit Studio just start with the express goal of eventually making an Attack on Titan anime adaptation? I don't know if. I don't know. I mean, you. I mean, we can try and look it up, but as far as I know, the reason why they left is a because they didn't really get paid for a whole lot of the Blu-ray sales because they just don't really own the anime because they worked as fr- freelancers, mm-hmm. and because it just was super tiring and stressful. I mean, if you would check like production notes on each season, it seems like it was fucking hell, uh, which is surprise, which is amazing considering what we got. You know, that actually kind of makes sense. Maybe it just got to the point where it wasn't financially viable for them to keep doing it, which, you know, if you look at the production schedule for season three, kind of makes sense because you can obviously tell that it wasn't planned to be a split season. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really shitty that Studio Wit didn't get, um, you know, paid for all the hard work they put in. Not continuing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sign better contracts. Be better business people. And be wow. a better anime industry to your workers, maybe. <laughs> Work for KyoAni. Oh, dear. Season wow. four, by KyoAni. KyoAni producing the final season of Attack on Titan. Perfect. No, no. No, 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 no. Every <laughs> character looks Please, like a K-On no. character. I actually would like to see what all these characters would look like as K-On characters. Oh, God. And with that horrible image... Uh, thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we sure enjoyed bringing it to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, BitChute, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things are down below in the description. I've been your host, Show, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everyone. <sighs> we're done! Mom, we're fucking done! We did it! It's over! Oh, jeez! Yes, it's fucking over! Oh, jeez, Rick, it's finally over! Oh, dear Rick, I don't need to record these episodes anymore. Hang the tie. What? Sit down and have a seat. We're going to watch uh, Mirai Nikki now. No, 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 no! I- I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye! Oh, <laughs>